Welcome to the Too Posh Podcast. I am Gabrielle. I am a former New York Mafia princess, originally from Austria. I am the mother of three and the owner of Too Posh Boutique. And here with my beautiful co-host, Marcella, my daughter. Hello, I'm Marcella. I'm a dancer, choreographer, model, and designer for Too Posh. And I say whatever the fuck I want. And I cannot wait to talk to Layton. How you doing? I'm Layton. I'm a musician, singer, songwriter. I'm a model. I'm just out here having a good old time. One of God's boys. <laughs> I am Polly. I am a certified sexual health consultant and educator, former professional dominatrix, currently working at the largest adult novelty store in the Texas Panhandle. What will they say next? Welcome to the Two Posh Podcast. Welcome everyone <laughs> to our Two Posh Podcast. And I am your host, Gabrielle, We're here with my daughter, Marcella. Hi. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and our uh, amazing co-host for today, Bernie Diamond. Hola. <laughs> and DJ Spider. <laughs> Aloha. And today's episode, guys, we are going to talk about the 11 signs if you're dating a narcissist and how oh. to get out. Mm. I there think. Wow. <laughs> I think people can relate to that, can you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably everyone. Spider Bernie is like, no, oh, I don't relate. Really. No, for you sure. don't. No, but I don't date. Oh. <laughs> Why don't you date Spider? I don't have time for that shit. Oh, because <laughs> all the Ashley Madison girls. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh-huh. <laughs> they got to get on my schedule. <laughs> it's hard. Dating is hard when you are a working person. It's hard for people yeah. to understand, especially yeah. a busy working that's person. That's why I talked to the building manager here because she's the only person around. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's too crazy. Mm hmm. So the first sign, they are charming as fuck at first. (laughs) (laughs) Say fuck at first. (laughs) It started as a fairy tale. Maybe they texted you constantly or told you they loved you within the first month. Something experts refer to as love bombing. Maybe they tell you how smart you are or emphasize how compatible you are, even if you've just started seeing each other. Narcissists think that they deserve to be with other people who are special. And that spe- special people are the only ones who can appreciate them fully. But as soon as you do something that disappoints them, they c- can turn on you. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, it really is. You know, as it's crazy to see a date a narcissist because it's so true. Like on a dime, just crazy. I mean, it's like bipolar mm-hmm. behavior is what it seems like. Yep. But. But you're not bipolar. But you are not actually bipolar. Right. This is not a narcissistic. And it explains a little bit further. It said, and usually you'll have no idea of exactly what you even did. Mm-hmm. How narcissists treat you or when they turn on you actually has nothing to do with you and everything to do with their own beliefs. So if someone came on too strong at the beginning, be weary. Sure, we all love to feel lusted for, but real love has to be nurtured and grown. If you think it's too early for them to really love you, it probably is. Or if you feel like they don't know enough about you to actually love you, they probably don't. Um, the second point is they hog the conversation talking about how great they are. Narcissists love to constantly talk about their own accomplishments and achievements with grandiose. 
Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. In this whole conversation, I'm thinking of one person that we all know here. Right. Like, just, just Could saying. it be the king I'm of Dallas? Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Go to episode 15, yeah. people, mm-hmm. to hear about this because yeah. it's a that good one. That was a blueprint of it. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, they do this because they feel better and smarter than everyone else and also because it helps them create an appearance of being self-assured. Narcissists will oh, I can't say the word. Narcissists will often exaggerate their accomplishments and embellish their talents in those stories in order to gain adoration from others. So are you born a narcissist or are you just like how does that happen? I don't I know. It's a product of your environment. I agree 100%. Like growing up like your mm, parents? Yeah. Like yeah. just the people you're around, period. Mm. You didn't feel just, I mean, I, I, honestly, I think it's someone who they didn't have, they weren't kind of loved enough mm-hmm. or enough attention. <laughs> you didn't get enough hugs. No hugs <laughs> I, I that. think that can also backfire the other way when parents don't discipline children, when oh, they're yeah. constantly told you are the greatest, the best, the most wonderful, and there are no consequences ever. I think that's a big problem too. Yeah, I didn't think about that. That's a good point. Because those people, I mean, they don't. They think they're the they, best, the greatest, and the most wonderful. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um. So I think that that's an issue, and I think in today's world, it's worse than ever before. It's social media. Mm-hmm. My God, it's Instagram for sure. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm like. So is everyone narcissistic? Like a little bit? Because I feel like you could almost find it. In everyone, like a tiny, I mean, not the full blown, like all of it, but everybody wants to be loved. Everybody wants, everybody that. wants uh-huh. to be loved. And, and they want, who doesn't. no, and they want the likes and they want the attention. And the, but I think there is a difference. I mean, okay. narcissists are just really bad people. Yeah. And I mean, these, <laughs> I just feel like yeah. I hear it a lot. I mean, and these, like, I'm, we have 11 signs. So let's okay. go through the right. signs. Let's go signs. And then we're also going to hear, um, Oprah's most frequently question, most frequently asked questions. I'm having issues today saying these hard words. She's and, from Europe. And then, <laughs> and then it's the after Cinco de Mayo little hangover <laughs> yeah, part. I didn't even drink. Uh, maybe maybe you need some of that. That's uh, right. Some of that vodka. Then you have an I excuse know. at least. I like, no, no, I was drinking. <laughs> and then we'll also learn about the difference between being a narcissist or just self-absorbed because oh, okay. there's a difference. Well, then too. there you go. Mm-hmm. So a third point is they feed off your compliments. Narcissists may seem like they're super self-confident, but according to this person, most people actually lack self-esteem. They need a lot of praise, and if you're not giving it to them, they'll fish for it. That's why they're constantly looking at you to tell them how great they are. Narcissists use other people, people who are typically highly empathic, see? I'm having trouble. What is that word? Uh-huh. Empathic. Yeah. When you feel what other people feel. Oh, to supply. Empathy. Ah, okay. Uh, to supply their sense of self-worth and make them feel powerful. But because of their low self-esteem, their egos can be slighted very easily, which increases their need for compliments. Maybe that's why I always date narcissists. <laughs> they like find me, I think. Yeah, but don't you? Didn't <laughs> I think I, I feel like when people, <laughs> I feel everybody's feeling. <laughs> What's that? Like, I feel like I feel like if people, like I can feel everyone's like feelings. Like I actually Marcella, feel that's actually true. But you know. It's not a horrible thing to feel the feelings and all that. But I mean. No, it you, can be. It, but yeah, I think can that be, they sure. find that in me and then they know that I'm that way. So they like and then they feed off it. of me mm-hmm. and they use that to their advantage. Well, you find, So you find, you know, 
a good looking guy who starts hitting on you, you're uh-huh. a really pretty girl. Uh-huh. So the natural thing is they're going to want to impress you, right? So they're right. saying all the right stuff. And right. I mean, it's, it's almost impossible to know. I guess if you're not paying attention to it, it's hard to know that you're dealing with a narcissistic type of person right off the bat. You're absolutely right. But what you'll find out rather quickly, and then what's really important is that you, as the other person, male or female, Either you run right away because you know that this is not right or you put your foot down and don't allow it to happen because yeah. you can tell right away. Like with the King of Dallas, <laughs> I'm just going to bring that one thing up. You knew. and we, I mean, the the science was so huge. Like it was right there at the very beginning, like three weeks into it by giving him a wrong turn direction. That's so crazy. I mean, yeah, but that was being mean. But what that, what you're reading is people like using people's like, what is it, empathic or whatever? Empathy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, to feed off of that for their own gain. And sometimes <laughs> I you. feel like, like even the last one, like the constant like crying or like the. Oh, yeah, we don't do men crying. I don't like it. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? <laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> Like the fishing for compliments, like I think that they use the because I I feel like I feel people's pain and I want to save everyone and fix everyone and fix their life and heal everything. Like they use that. That to is their advantage. Don't you think like through experience though? Like for I mean I know for me mm-hmm. through and it goes with what you were just saying. Whoever the on the other side of the narcissistic person is is being able to recognize your own values and realize yeah. what you're not going to Put what what's going to work and what's not going to work. It's like yeah. having. I mean, it is having these boundaries that that didn't work for me. That is mm-hmm. one million percent the yeah. most important thing. But we all just—I mean, most people would justify because for whatever whatever personality trait that narcissists have, they're a good-looking person, or they're really fun, or they have a lot of friends, or whatever it is. Um, and I think we've all—I've done it. I've done. I've been guilty of it of just like just for whatever justifying reason. But now, you know. Like, I don't put up, and not in a mean way, like, I don't put up anything, but if You just don't want to waste your time. Yeah, like, now, I, if there's a fraction, if it's pink flag, I'm like, <laughs> I will, I'll stop, because so I you just- you don't wear rose-colored glasses, no, though. not at all, no. not at all. No, because at the end of the day, you can, I feel like you, even saying you're not going to put up with it, it doesn't matter. They're either that way or they're not. I mean, they can, everyone can change for that long. Usually, and they make changes. I think most people can make those changes if they really want those. But I think if that's their strong trait of being a narcissist. They won't make changes. You'll know. You're going to have hell. And that's why I'm saying the sooner you push back, the sooner you'll know that they are a narcissist. Because if you have a normal person, you can say, you know, that doesn't work for me in a normal way. And it's not even going to be a fight. It's like, oh, oh, whoa, okay. A narcissist will not be so yeah. nice at all. <laughs> and uh, you will go through hell if you continue to ignore the signs. Hell, yes. hell, hell. They lack empathy. Lack of empathy or the ability to feel how another person is feeling is one of the hallmark char- characteristics of narcissists. Narcissists lack the skill to make you feel seen, validating, understood, or accepted because they don't grasp the concept of feelings. Translation, they don't do emotion that belongs to others. Does your partner care when you've had a bad day at work, fight with your best friend, or scuffle with your parents? Or do they get bored when you express the things making you mad and sad? 
The inability to empathize or even sympathize is often the reason why many, if not all, narcissist relationships eventually collapse, whether they are romantic or not. Mm. <laughs> I only dated one narcissist that I can say is it was clearly just crazy narcissist, <laughs> and it, it was not. I mean, it is it was horribly unfun. It was like, <laughs> horribly, it, was like horribly horribly unfun. Unfun. it really was. Yeah, uh, and you know, for, I, I dated on and off for a few months this one particular person, and man, it was just it's just. I mean, it was there was nothing. There was a couple fun moments with it, and in my mind, I started. Think I, because we didn't yeah, see each other every day. Yeah, because they have that other fun yeah. side. Yeah, that's some really so, cool fun mm-hmm. things. So you kind of justify it. But man, ugh, dating someone who's a narcissist is just hell. I mean, at the end of the day, extremely unfun. It's just horribly it's unfun. Horribly like unfun. That. Horribly unfun. They don't have any long-term friends. Yeah. Mm. Most narcissists won't have any long-term real friends. Stick deeper into their connections and you may notice that they only have casual acquaintances, buddies they trash talk, and nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> they have nemesis. <laughs> As nemesis. a result, they may lash, lash out when you want to hang out with yours. with your, Or they lash out when you want to hang out with your friends. They might claim that you don't spend enough time with them, make you feel guilty for spending time with your friends, or berate you for the types of friends you have. Wow. This is really, really interesting. This has been a great checklist to have. In my day yes. Good Lord. Maybe at first it felt like teasing, but then it got mean or became constant. Suddenly, everything you do from what you wear or eat Ugh. to who you hang out with and what you watch on TV is a problem for them. They'll put you down, call you names, hit you with hurtful one-liners, and make jokes that aren't quite funny. The goal is to lower others' self-esteem so that they can increase their own because it makes them feel powerful. What's more, reacting to what they say only reinforces their behavior. A narcissist loves a reaction. That's because it shows them that they may have the power to affect another's emotional state. A warning sign. If they knock you down with insults when you do something worth celebrating, get away. A narcissist might say, you were able to, you were able to do that because I didn't sleep well. Or some excuse to make it what? seem like you have an advantage that they didn't have. They want you to know that you are not better than them because to them, nobody is. So, so how does somebody, I mean, how does somebody who is a narcissist, how do they go, how do you get away from being such an asshole? I don't like, know. That's just like, that's a really bad person. Do you ever think that if anyone is listening to this and they are one, do they think about that they do those things or they don't think they do those they're, things? I bet they're probably thinking, I know someone just like that. And they're and thinking it's of everyone them. else. It's, yeah, but they don't think it's them. But it yeah. Isn't. Right. Like, but do you recognize that in your own self? For me, this is like major with the lowering others' self-esteem. Mm-hmm. That is because that's, I always say to Masala, they make, you a wounded animal mm-hmm. basically and then they smell blood and it gets worse yeah that's like so she says that to me a lot <laughs> i say that to her it's all true. the time because it's true yeah. because by that behavior it makes you feel weak and some people are more subjective to that than others like you can't do that with me because i'm mm, i'm for some reason a magnet for that you are and <laughs> it's it's really it's because she is always so sweet and like what she says that empath- <laughs> the empathy, empathetic that word is so hard for me empathetic the uh-huh. empathetic is so strong and then she doesn't realize that that gets broken down slowly mm-hmm. now when it's over for her 
then she then she behaves the way she should be behaving when this first starts. How's that? Whew, you don't want to be on that side. When it's ever you just I'll say everything that I wanted to do that you did the whole time Mm -hmm. and then the people I always say I have a very um I'm the sweetest person and I have a very long fuse and I will give you warning after warning after warning and I will take I say that I have a lot of windows in my heart and then when something happens and I'm for some reason I date a lot of narcissistic people but I'll like a window will close a window will close I always tell her like this is another one another one another one and then there's so many windows so many windows in your heart and then when the door slams, suddenly this person is like, wait, what? And it's always like small. It's just the last thing that I cannot take anymore. And then they're like, I want creamer. <laughs> and I got it. So then they're like, but wait, I'm sorry. And I'm like, no, actually. And it like is a word vomit in the most. Now I won't. Go, I say very classy, but I say how I feel the whole time, and everything that has happened will come out. And they literally are always like stunned. And then we're really sorry. And then we want to come back. And then I'll keep reminding you of the shit. Of, but then I'm done. Like when I'm done, I'll give you so many chances. And when I'm done, it's done. Have done. you ever been done? And then you Not decided to time. come back in? Not one time. Never. No kidding. Not one time. I don't know what that is. Like, yeah. done, done. That's. Healthy. <laughs> good. A lot of people but take people back. Yeah. But I, I wish she would say those things when they first happen because I always wonder how would the relationship be then. But she is who she is. She can't help it. So she, this is just. But what happens is the other person gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And what happens to her? One door after the other closes. Yeah. So they, they think they're super tough, but and then I'll, she just walks away. And they're shocked. And then are they broken after that? Oh, okay. uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Every single time. Do you, do you think, do you feel like you would be able to recognize it now, more now of like those tendencies and be able to see the red flags and shut it down quicker? Nope. No? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't hang in there as long. I don't, yeah, I don't say as long. Difference. Like Andy was probably the longest, but, but with that, or I'm the king of Dallas, what the fuck ever, Andy. <laughs> Um, the was the longest, but I think I was so young. And yeah. to be honest, yeah. after two years, I knew it was done. He just how was long we got together? Four. four. But he was so threatening that for two years I hated him. Like you know when you hate someone yeah. and you're you're with them and you're watching them speak and you're like I fucking hate you so much. Like you're the worst person ever. But we're together. I just needed a way out and I couldn't because uh, I was abused in that one. So that was that was a little bit different. Now, it is a, l- a little bit faster. I mean, I could probably get quicker, but it has been faster. Fucking hate sure. you. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You see it and you watch their mouth moving and you know uh, they're full of shit. And they're just lying. And you're like, God, you're so disgusting. Fucking hate you. Yeah. Well, I, I had that with Andy. I, really. I haven't had, I mean, I've had some people that I thought I hated. but You know, no. like when they're breathing, you're like, can you just stop breathing? I Your breathing is annoying. I usually don't stay. Die, I don't stay in those relationships. No, <laughs> like it's, I, you know, I, don't, I don't really. They're know. breathing so loud. You're like, God, your <laughs> breathing is just annoying. <laughs> the way you eat. Now, number seven. <laughs> Chewing. <laughs> they gaslight you. Gaslighting is a form of manipulation and emotional abuse, and it's a hallmark of narcissism. Narcissists may spew. Blatant lies, falsely accuse others, spin the truth, and ultimately distort your reality. Signs of gaslighting include the following. You no longer feel like the person you used to be. 
you feel more anxious and less confident than you used to be. You often wonder if you're being too sensitive. You feel like everything you do is wrong. You always think it's your fault when things go wrong. You're apologizing often. You have a sense that something's wrong but aren't able to identify what it is. You often question whether your response to your partner is appropriate. You make excuses for your partner's behavior. They do this to cause others to doubt themselves as a way to gain superiority. There that is again. Narcissists thrive off of being worshipped, so they use manipulation tactics to get you to do just that. God, what a dick. <laughs> being <Gosh>. worshipped. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Oh, I thought oh. Sorry, sorry. I was I'm watching you, watching you, watching him. I'm like, I was like, I thought you were saying something. I was coughing back here. Uh-oh. Yeah, that just sounds horrible yeah. with you reading all these things off. <laughs> Shithead person. Mm-hmm. What Damn, happens you just all the time? pointed at. Yeah, she's pointed at me. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight, they dance around defining the relationship. There are thousands of reasons someone might not want to label your relationship. Maybe they're poly... Oh, God. These words are so hard today. <laughs> what is that? Polyamorous? Yeah. What is that? Yeah. That's how, uh, like, not having one partner, having a, a million partners. Oh. They want a lot <laughs> of Multiple girls. Multiple partners. You've both agreed to a friends with benefits situation, or you're simply keeping it casual. But if your partner is exhibiting some of the other symptoms on this list and won't commit, it's likely a red flag. Some narcissists will expect you to treat them like they are your partner so they can reap the intimate emotional and sexual benefits while also keeping an eye out for other prospects. Let's say if you're uh, definitively, you define it as friends with benefits, then that doesn't matter. At that no, point. that's I mean, true. You're just I randomly yeah, dating somebody, but. Your own fault. It's mm-hmm. your own fault, for sure. <laughs> right. They think they're right about everything and never apologize. Fighting with a narcissist feels impossible. There's no debating or compromising with a narcissist because they're always right. Was there ever a time? I got. I can only relate it. I got to ask a question with the king, right? Yeah. Because this is like, I mean, I've got to imagine this is really like textbook king. Oh, yeah. Right? Every mm-hmm. single one. Was there ever a time? Did you ever get a chance to see a softer side? I'm certain being yeah. to where like it really was like a no bullshit, real softer side type of deal. Well, that's why I at the time like because it obviously wasn't like that. Like I would I would always defend it again. I was so stupid and so young, but I would say I like Andy. I didn't like Big Andy because mm-hmm. it was two different people. Um, obviously, you know, I always say this even to my friends who are in relationships that, you know, you know, it's not good, but. Everybody has that other side. Nobody yeah. sees what's going on yeah. behind closed doors because obviously, if it's bad twenty four seven, I'm somebody who always at some point has to make a pros and cons list. I have really? to see it because written down. written down, and I'll always call her and be like, "I think we need to make a list because I really? think I need to look at it for I need to see it blatant for what it is." And so we'll get a piece of paper, literally. How many lists have you seen her make? Many and I actually have saved them all. <laughs> Sometimes I find them. That's an episode really all in its own. What are you? <laughs> there was there was only one time. There was one time that I said, "We need to make a list. I need to make a list with this person." And she said, "Okay." I called her probably two hours later and said, "Never mind. We don't need a list because we just fucking broke up." <laughs> she was like, "Oh, okay, okay, then, all right, no Dude, that's list." Crazy. The only time I there was just, but then I think we made a list for him anyway. There was a list. There yeah. was a list, but mm-hmm. um, I always make a list, and then I tell people to do that. So really, to anyone out there, really, yes. 
Uh, I tell all my friends this. I tell all my students this, my teenage students. Make a pros and cons list and be very honest about it. Be very honest and be very specific. And it is amazing what happens because when you are really honest and you have this piece of paper in front of you (laughs) and it is half positive, negative, and you see it, it is crazy what it makes your mind explode. So what were some of the... <laughs> Positive. I gotta ask. So on this list of the God. pros and cons, what were some of the what were some of the pros with so, Ian. well with with him? What were you, okay? We'll use Big Andy's a thing. What were some of his pros? I honestly think there was maybe two, and then it we had crazy. a front back, back back of cons, <laughs> and we were like, I mean, we just actually I think it was funny because we just kept going because yeah. there were so many cons, so many. It was just fun for the hell of it. Like, let's just keep it going. So, how far into the four years did you make the pros and li- cons list? Um, <laughs> three <okay>. months. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I should have very late. Yeah, but just to get her finally away because she yeah. was so abused in that whole thing that yeah that, yeah, that one hard. was a little bit different. But then we, I would. I have, this is horrible. I have made pros and cons lists when I'm dating multiple people to try to figure out which one, like, I should actually, (laughs) we sat down, I'm like, let's make a pros and cons list for these five guys. And she's like, yeah. Hey, we should start a two posh pros and cons list. That would be a, you would get a lot of likes and listens to on that for sure. Because it really helps put it in perspective and it can be anything and everything, but it has to be really specific. So what are some, so what, for example, not anyone specific, like what Mm -hmm. have been some of your pros and cons lists that? Uh, she's writing it down. Um, like maybe when you first meet someone, you say, well, he has beautiful eyes. He has nice teeth, good hygiene. Yep. He has, he works. That's good. Um, <laughs> he has a good family. A he has a job. Do you date, have you dated guys who didn't work? Oh God, I've dated losers. Yeah. Really? Horrible. So what, how do you just, I'm just curious. How do you justify that? I don't. I'm just an idiot. <laughs> but I mean, but no. So like, you know what I say then? Oh, well, this curious. is mom giving advice to my daughter that is challenged with choosing. <laughs> Sweet way. I'm trying to be nice. Um, well, Masala, you know, you have to look at the whole situation and then you have to ask yourself, what do you want out of life? Like, are you going to be okay with when you have children together with buying this child only one pair of shoes? And That's are you going to be okay with living in this? Like, there's never going to be more. This is it. So hold on. Let me, because I'm, this is like really interesting. That job part. How do you, like, how do you justify that? Like, how do they, how do they buy stuff for you? Like, well, how they, do they do dinner or lunch or? Well, no, I'm. <laughs> yeah. How, Sorry. I'm just. How was dinner when you had to look at the. I can't get this right now, even though I wanted. Yeah, that. Well, he didn't. He didn't not have a job. He just had a piece of shit job. So it was. Uh, everything was split, and then. Any the, uh, <laughs> dates at Wendy's? Yeah. No, it wasn't that. It just was when we were with friends. Like you couldn't get. I mean, I, I was like, well, fuck it. I'm gonna eat it. I work, so I'm paying for it myself. You can get nothing. That's an interesting comment. I've never even that does. I'm, it's yeah. speechless. Sorry, I'm, yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. like that doesn't. Mean, I, I don't. I can't blowing. equate. How do I couldn't have a conversation with like, hey, look, we're gonna go have dinner. Uh-huh. You got cheese pizza. Don't put pepperoni on there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> that. Do you know what's weird is that to this day that has sometimes I don't tell anyone this until right now, but sometimes <laughs> it's all thousands I, and thousands of people. I will think about it even uh-huh. if I'm on a date with someone who is successful, like um. That it's not a concern, but I really do still look at it like, 
is that going to be okay for me to get that? Or I'm like, no, it's fine. You can do whatever. Like it has, it's weird. So I'll tell you this, this is actually from the guy's perspective. Mm-hmm. It was a, so I went on a date a couple of weeks ago and we went and had sushi mm-hmm. and the date was going great. Whatnot. I went towards the, towards the end of the date and I know the bill was getting ready to come. So I went to the bathroom and I came back and the date paid for our dinner, wow. which is not usually it's not. I mean, there's, there's plenty of girls who will, you know, here and there, but it was, it was our first date. And so wow. I thought that was really, really cool. Like wow. it was, it's like $200 bill. Like wow. the whole thing. I know. It was uh, it was interesting. I wasn't used to that at all. <laughs> the girl did it. The girl did it. Yeah. Wow. So it was. Have you gone on a second date? Um, no. <laughs> no, we haven't. She should have let you pay. No. <laughs> I got a dinner out of it. This is how it feels about to be a girl. I got dinner out of it. And I got some. Some okay. girls just will go on dates to have a free dinner. I do know that. That I do know too. It's a mm-hmm. uh, that's crazy. That's crazy. It really is. I would never but I think do it's that. also. But I mean, I think it's really just you know a mentality issue of just and that person. How happy are they? Like that's oh, no, the mentality, so right? Yeah. So, when yeah. were we talking the, the first podcast you did about the with trouts and all that stuff? What was it? Oh. Uh, Oh my gosh! I don't what remember. Was it? I forget. We, 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 when we were we, here, Aaron and I were last time. We were talking about what did we talk? The trout or the the guy, the old guys who salt just daddies and stuff. Oh, and I don't remember. Yeah. We have to listen to it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've talked about that often. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but anyway, my uh, pros and cons list. If you need it, you should make one. I think That's everyone awesome. should. When you are like. You don't have to make pros and cons when you're in a good relationship at all. But no. if you are like doubting or you're not sure or. Or if you're dating a few people and you need to figure out which one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but the thing is, shouldn't when if someone's going to take the time to make the list, shouldn't they really make it a point to listen to that? I mean, to really weigh that list out. I mean, if there's way more cons and pros because I think anyone will. You could take one pro and justify six or seven cons. I think a lot that's of people why, do that. That's why seeing it. Yes. Is like visually when you see it, because there's some you kind of even or some of the cons are like, can I deal with that? Like, yeah. you know, I've dated people with children and I've dated people with major baby mama drama. Can I deal with that? Yeah, that's fine. As long as it's handled. But not that that is a con on their end, but that it's for a single person. It's do I want to take on that yeah. responsibility? Yeah. So that's something that comes with that Mm -hmm. yeah that's fine or is it that they um, i don't know what would another con be that you can like handle um that we've written before like someone that um is in a point uh, in a point of their career where they are like not successful yet but they're a very ambitious person Mm -hmm. and you see them you know going putting in the work putting in the work ethic they don't have the best job but they're working their way up and you can see it so you're like okay i can do that yeah i mean so you do those kind of things and you weigh them but then when you get to the cons that are really bad you're like okay this is gonna be tough so here's the question on your pros and cons list (laughs) have your con ever been that they were married no no, she never does that. that thank God, most there's plenty, you know, people out there who. No, never. I have never. I have never talked to anyone that's married ne- or in a relationship. Never. Yeah. Um, for the simple reason of the shit I've gone through, it has it has scarred me. She tells me to not bring that up often, but it has done a remarkable amount of damage. Oh. And then the last one 
um, did it again. So it was kind of like I have a lot of issues with that. So I'm very careful when it comes to like if I even know you're talking to someone else, I'm like, you yeah. just call me when you're done with that. Yeah. Recently, she had an experience with a married guy trying to hit on her. And she How was that? I did. Yeah. <laughs> and she flipped out. She was actually saying if this wasn't someone that we know. Yeah. I, I would have contacted that. Oh. I would have contacted the wife. But so she this can't. Is a, oh, that's oh nice. yes, this is. Uh, we know them very well, and actually um, wrote me a direct message. And I know the wife, and I know he wrote you a direct message, mm-hmm. and I know the kids. Uh, you don't tell the details. Well, kind of what is the details? Like what? What do you say at that point? If he, I was super. Um, I was actually really disappointed mm-hmm. um, in that person because of what they portray. And then I wrote her and then I tried. Here's the thing. Is you I, wrote who? I, I wrote my mom. I showed her and I said, you know, what's crazy is here's the kind of person I am. I actually tried to save him from himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I brought her up and I said, you know what? You should lingerie, whatever. I said, you should buy this for her. No, I want it from I want a private show from you. And mm-hmm. I went, you mother. Mm-hmm. I actually tried to like help you there but it still went that way and i told her i said i I can't even look at that person the same and i was actually disappointed i guess in the person that they portray and then how they are and i was shocked that it was me because of the family so do you see this person regularly i don't did you okay but i do you do (laughs) but (laughs) so now oh my God. But nobody knows. No. Except for me and that person and her and my whole family. <laughs> and, 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 and everybody knows. It's like, and but now nobody knows he knows that. that oh, if that person's listening, he knows, you know now. <laughs> yeah. It was. Um, and then, of course, you know, they get mad and then, you know, unfollow and do all that stuff, which I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, well, hold on. So, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm just, mm-hmm. what do you say when you're mad? Like, <clears throat> What did he say to be pissed I off about it? I think that this person is definitely, I think that I have this effect, I guess, that people assume, or there are people of power that have never been told no, mm-hmm. or people who have that kind of ego that most women will throw themselves at them, and then when I tell them no, it's like this. This has happened several times, mm-hmm. actually. It's this immediate, like, pissed off now at me. We are unfollowing. We're not friends. No, we're anymore. not even friends. We're not even friends. Wow. Like this has happened a lot of times, actually. Where I'm like, I didn't even give you that like idea yeah. that we were gonna go there, and now they get very mad. I think they're more butthurt, I guess. Yeah. And they're used to being told yes. Like if they have money, if they have like girls, will say yes, sir. And I was even thinking, I was like, was he gonna like pay me? I don't know. It was just so. Remember, I asked yeah. you that. I was like, really How weird. Yeah. That's a which I was like, if I was a bad person, I would be like, you need to pay me for to not tell your wife. Uh-huh. How about that? But I'm not like that, so I was like, so good. So good. <laughs> but I can't do it because I'm just not that way. But shoot a message, hey, I'm about to blast your name on my oh, podcast. Then maybe ten thousand dollars. Put me ten grand real quick, and I won't say anything. But yeah. the other part is I thought that it wouldn't even matter because I think that she deep down knows and mm-hmm. just puts up with it. Because if you're oh, so quick to do that with me, you know it happens all the time. Yeah. But because this person has money, I think that the wife is just like, 
turns the other. Well, it goes down to the last episode where, like, what do you justify, right? Yeah, cheating in marriage. Is it easier for her to stay in it because she's going to be herself or whatnot? Uh, In this case, I think absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sometimes. Happens all the time. Sometimes. Well, we were talking on the way here, actually. We were talking about musicians and sports players. Mm Mm-hmm. And I and athletes and I think, you know, some women she used to tell me when I was with Andy, she was like, Can you if you're okay to be cheated on, will you at least date a sports guy? (laughs) Like a credit card you date a house and that's really true, right there. If you're gonna put up with it, you might as well put up with it like in a big way. And I was like, yeah, like, you're actually I mean, kind of right because I could be shopping like with a credit card right now. Yeah, but while they're cheating, what are you doing? <laughs> Happens all the time. God, that's so. I think you some, listen to your mom more often. <laughs> I try. She does not try. <laughs> Later, she says. Uh, okay, number ten on the narcissist. We're going mm-hmm. back to that. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, I forgot about that right there. <laughs> they panic when you try to break up with them. See? Yeah. That happened with uh, Big Andy. This happens with every. Mm-hmm. You want to go down my exes? This is not that they're all narcissists, but they have all. Every time it starts, we panic. Yeah. Mm-hmm, panic. As soon as you back away, a narcissist will try that much harder to keep you in their lives. At first, they may love bomb you. They'll say all the right things to make you think that they have changed. But soon enough, they'll show you they never actually changed. And because of this, many narcissists find themselves in on again, off again romantic relationships until they find someone else to date. That never happens with her. Thank God. Yeah, no. <laughs> what, going back and forth? Never. And new, new? Mm-hmm. No. Do you typically, how long have you waited typically from one relationship to the next? Do you actually take time? Too no? long. Oh, 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 from one to the next relationship? Yeah. It depends. <sighs> Not enough time. Not enough time. Mm-hmm. What would be enough time, do you think? I think you have to heal from that one first. So th- what, three-ish months, six months, a year? Uh, a minimum of six months. six months. I think a minimum before of six you months. date at all. I it depends what kind of dater you are. Gotcha. <laughs> if you're dating to date, that's one thing. Yeah. But if you're dating to fall in love easily, then that's dangerous. Yeah. So, I think that I am not good at dating. No. Why? I don't know. I always end up in a relationship so yeah. fast, way too fast. We yeah. say that all the time. Yeah. Like there's. It, it it should be dating much longer before you decide to be in a relationship. How long do you think that should be? <laughs> I'm curious. Like, I'm just yeah, curious. Yeah. On we'll your... see now if you get into all that because I have my such strict rules. You no one no, likes that. I'm, I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. So what's I your strict rule? What's, um, I mean, how long do you think it should be before someone makes a decision that they're going to be exclusive? Um, I think that. I mean, that depends a lot to how you feel, obviously. Yeah. But even if you are exclusively with that one person dating, I take it to such extremes. Like it starts with the whole holding hands, kissing. I mean, that none of that happens for a very long time. What if, but what if you, because here's the thing. You could date someone. They could be a horrible kisser and ruin the whole thing. It's true. I mean, like ruin the whole thing. I I've kissed a few people. I was like, oh, I just ruined it. I mean, wasted a couple of dates. <laughs> It's not true. I usually kiss on the first date, but that was just, it could ruin every bit of it. I have never kissed on a first date. Really? No, me neither. Oh my God. Never. Not ever. Well, I hope you got a kiss on any recent first date. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's kissed a long time. (laughs) Nope. I think that, I don't know, it makes that kiss even better. Like, unless they're bad, he's saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, and that's happened where I'm like, 
Uh, yes. Really bad. Yeah. Yeah. And so I mean, because yeah. if that's bad, you know the rest of it's not any Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah. Now I'm a I'm always a first date kisser because <laughs> just because I don't want to. I mean, that's <laughs> really important. Like that. I mean, connecting is really important. Yeah. I've connected some really cool people that were not great kissers or anything, and that just can ruin. I mean, that ruined the whole deal for me. So, yeah, that's understandable. I just yeah. don't kiss on the first date. No. Second, maybe. <laughs> I, I, I'm just telling you. Yeah, it's okay. it's so holding hands. Wow, that's really strict. You're right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think you you get to know someone so much better. You get to know what their intentions are. All of it. All of that. I yeah. mean, if then they were a terrible kisser, I mean, then you lose that spark anyways. So then, what does it matter? You invested a lot of time already, but whatever. How many dates oh, would you man. then kiss someone? Yeah, how many dates? I don't know, lots of dates. I have oh. to see the dating first. I have to see, see how it. committed. But she also hasn't been dating in 19, yeah. almost 20 years. Yeah. I don't know. So I would still have the same rules. Yeah, but so think about it. So I'm not trying to sway you in a way. I'm just that conversating here. So as you're saying, right, you go a few dates and then you're like, yeah, you kiss them. You, didn't like it. you don't like the way they kiss or whatever it is. And then it goes, you, you stop dating them, right? So, but what about all that wasted investment of time? I guess if it goes down to that, if you're if you're like, eh, if they're a bad kisser, and you're talking, it takes many many dates, many many, many, many dates of wasted time. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, don't look at it as wasted time because by then I know that this person is like really, really, really wanting to date me. Like they have to put in some time and effort, and I don't know. Never happened. Or maybe she just never kissed anyone back. Like, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's probably the other thing. better way to say it. Yeah, yeah, I think that's better. I mean, clearly he's going to kiss your 19 years later. <laughs> <laughs> it's working for you. I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't it, Nothing's worked for me, so maybe I'll try. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm not well, going to try. Uh, like, <laughs> not even going to try. It sounded really Will cool, you? though. It sounded really good. There <laughs> <laughs> you go. Um, number 11. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and when you show them you're really done, they lash out. If you insist that you've done, you're done with the relationship, they'll make it their goal to hurt you for abandoning them. Their ego is so severely bruised that it causes them to feel rage and hatred for anyone who wronged them. That's because everything is everyone else's fault, including the breakup. I haven't had that. Just crying. You have or have not? Have not. It's always crying. Really? But they're sorry. So sorry. I've had the lash out before. I've definitely had the lash out before. But it's interesting because... I can see, <laughs> I'm thinking of a couple of people I've dated before that there's little tendencies of this right here. Not full hardcore narcissist, but I've seen some tendencies for that for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's I've only been with one person who is full blown the whole, big all a, of big it. A. Yeah, right. big A. But there are some people who have, they'll be like one or two touches of it for sure. More than one Speaking or two. Of big a, does he ever, do you ever, does he, do you ever know if he listens to this stuff? No clue. Yeah. I'm certain he's got to. I was. This is really terrible to say, probably, but I am so hopeful that if he hasn't changed, which I can't imagine that he changed. I mean, I have no idea if he went from big A to A, that there was actually somewhat likable things about that person. If he has not changed, I always hope that the girlfriend listens and that the girlfriend gets away before it's too late. You know what's crazy, though, is that 15 show is always in our top 10. It's never it's left. Always. That's a huge story. Yeah. I mean, that's like, I, mean, I know you've had people tell you this. I've been told you this before. It's, mm-hmm. 
because what ends up happening is, I mean, it goes to a lot of things. Everyone gets, you get trapped. I mean, it's easy to get trapped in someone who, I, I mean, I know I've known him for years before mm-hmm. you guys dated and he's really charming. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one thing he has. He's charming. He has money. Yeah. I mean, so it's easy for him to th- throw out whatever, right? Yeah. And pay Especially for with young, young girls. That's the biggest thing for young girls because yeah. they're impressed. The big guys is not mm-hmm. a bad looking guy. Mm-hmm. He drives a little Audi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but I yeah. think that, I think the first part of what you said is the, cause I, I said this on episode 15, I think is that when I was younger, I used to watch all those shows like the Maury shows and stuff and you see all these girls or you hear about people getting abused and be like, I would never, I would never let myself do that. I would never let anybody talk to me like that. And then you find yourself in it and she's never experienced it. But even on that show, you said you had a better understanding for it after that. But it's the trapped feeling because like I said, after two years, I knew I wanted out for two years. It was me. I couldn't figure out how to do that because they're scary. Like the what they don't what you don't see are the threats and that you're so manipulated in your mind that you don't know you have lost like even reading the narcissist list they have beat you down so much that you don't feel like yourself you're so lost like yeah. what well, who am i without this person at this point i'll have no friends that's scary they'll destroy my life yeah. i'm gonna be what am i gonna do this is what you said isn't it amazing though like once you stepped out of that, you oh, realize yeah. that that circle of what you thought was was like this small thing, and there's the whole room oh, of what yeah. reality yes. is for life. And, and that's and, and that happens that's often. A big lesson though to yeah. always remember. And she teaches me still today, like even now, um, like just relax. Like you have to let things like just run its course. Yeah. Or in a in a week from now, you're not going to think about this. Or in five years from now, you're like what you're crying over, or what is hurt. Like it all passes, but it's so hard to like. <laughs> That, in the moment. Yeah. Oh. Isn't that amazing how true that is, though? I mean, like, it's the world's worst. Thing. The world is ending at that moment. For I mean, Your heart I, is yes. crushed. Yeah. I mean, I've thought that many times in my life where, mm-hmm. you know, I remember when I had my accident, when I got shot, and I was at Parkland Hospital, and that I felt every bit of that. Like, my world is over well, with, yeah, and I'm never going to get past this. Mm-hmm. And then my brother had cancer, and then right. my dad had cancer all at the same time. Right. And it was a, uh, but I mean, fast forwarding to it, it's like, it's such a distant memory. Isn't that I mean, crazy? It's like, yeah, it still happened, but it's just, it's not prevalent now. And yeah, so and look, yeah. your life is so great. I mean, you don't have awesome to. Yeah, you don't true. have that. It's so <laughs> but see, crazy. this is what's so cool, too. I um, We had a guest on, her episodes came out last week, and her name is Kiri, and she had a lot of bad things happen as well, like back to back to back, and you, you go, my gosh, what's happening? Why am I getting attacked? And that same week, um, there was a church service at Fellowship Church where um, he talked about why bad things happen to good, to good people. people. Why and does God let that happen? Like, yeah. it is the most amazing. I still need to listen to it. One of the most powerful services I've ever heard in my life. Really? I think you would enjoy listening yeah, to it just because you went through mm-hmm. so much as well. Yeah. And this person is giving the, the service had unbelievable things happen to him and it's just always you always have to keep the faith yeah when yeah. was this when was this service or? um two last, weeks ago last sunday actually okay so mm-hmm. you need to say not, not yesterday that was yeah. sunday okay. before i'll look it up mm-hmm. and uh, tracy barnes did it and it's incredible like yeah, you have to watch it, it. It's, yeah i need watch to watch it, it still um so let's just talk about you're dating a narcissist. Now what? Like, how do you get out? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it. 
Good one. Um, being in a relationship with someone who's always criticizing, belittling, gaslighting, and not committing to you is emotionally exhausting. That's why for your own sanity, you get the fuck out. <laughs> Good time. Yeah. Good time. Um, and how to prepare for a breakup, you have to constantly remind yourself that you deserve better. Mm-hmm. Number one, repeat. Marcella Ranieri, repeat. <laughs> so funny. It's really true, though. It yeah. really is true. Remind yourself that you deserve better. Say, I deserve better. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've never been in a relationship that the next one, like serious relationship, I'm thinking, oh, shit, I missed my last relationship ever. It's always gotten better. 100% of the relationship. Right. Isn't that so, crazy? Yeah. yeah it is. I don't think crazy. everyone can say that, but yeah. like the people who fuck up the good ones. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. I'm, I'm glad that I've always been that way. Yeah. Strengthen your relationships with your empathetic friends. Mm-hmm. Build a support network with friends and family who can help remind you what is reality. Urge your partner to go to therapy. Get a therapist yourself. <laughs> okay, let me. So, so I gotta stop. That fuck. If you get to that point, you need to end the relationship. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Just end it. If unless you're married, and yeah, God, I, I, I'm praying for you if you're married right now. But that's. You have to get to the point where you're, you're going to see a counselor and a therapist Ugh. while you're dating. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you guys, this yeah. is the most important part of this whole article. I think you cannot change a person with narcissistic personality disorder or make them happy by loving them enough or by changing yourself to meet their whims and desires. They will never be in tune with you, never empathetic to your experiences, and you will always feel empty after an interaction with them. Narcissists can't feel feel fulfilled in relationships or in any area of their lives because nothing is ever special enough for them. That's the end of the day. I mean, it it, it has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with us. It has. No. I mean, it, it goes right with what you said. Yeah, mm-hmm. it goes down to. I mean, I go back to what I've said a number of times. I think, and I'm not the master of this by any means, <laughs> but like just getting to where you're comfortable in yourself, your own skin, mm-hmm. and you're you're really understanding yourself, and because. If we're not a whole, we do stupid shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a fact. It yeah. is a fact. So, um, once again, Miss Polly is not available today, which is so <laughs> yes. sad. I know. Um, I miss you, Polly. <laughs> I was going to ask her if she thinks that narcissists can change. And I actually don't think we're finished with this subject. I would like to do a second part two on that whole thing. And then I would like to get her opinion on it. But I think you'll have a lot of listeners who will jump on that one. That's a it's a real this right here is something that I mean everyone has dealt with at one point. I think so. And people yeah. are trapped in these relationships. Like mm-hmm. I mean, they are and they're like, What am I doing? What do I do? How do I get out of this? So I think this is gonna be a really good part yeah. two for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We'll do a part two on that one. And And if you're dating one, you can write us. Yes. Please write with any questions and what you're experiencing and mm-hmm. we might have you on the show actually. Yeah. Um Let's just change it up and do the question of the day. (laughs) The two posh girls ask the question of the day. So this question, what sport would be the funniest to add a mandatory amount of alcohol to? Like what sport? The players? Like the players (laughs) have to to drink and then they have to play. What sport do you think will be the funniest? Oh Polo. Gosh. Polo. Yeah, because they, yeah, they have to ride horses. <laughs> <laughs> I I know of one. Which one? I actually had this. Ex- this is a real life experience. What? This what? happened to oh, me. Wait a minute. So, 
I went I went home to Austria and this is many, 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 many years ago. And we my family is tennis playing family and we went <laughs> play tennis and there was this group of guys and they were obviously drinking and this one guy was getting super drunk and watching him play tennis wasted was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my whole entire <laughs> life because, because he, is, he is a really good player like not Usually. drunk amazing not drunk and to actually see him repeatedly every time whack the racket and miss the ball <laughs> was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my lifetime yeah because to, the, to the professional they'd all be good so if you add the alcohol then they're bad but it if we're all funny. drinking everybody's really good at that point you're the best That's player in true. the world so could you really tap? I mean, <laughs> the only sport I'd be crazy to see is like hockey or football because hockey. Where they got to run into they each, run other. each other. <laughs> like they're slipping all over the yeah, thing. Be pretty and they fight sober. So I'd like to see <laughs> them fighting. Oh my God, oh I drunk. Think about that. that would be a serious ball. The whole, everyone's cleaning the benches for that. Can we not stop fighting? Um, I don't know. Probably. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm telling you, this this drew a crowd. (laughs) How bad he was! How funny he was! Well, because they were so loud. I mean, it was just really, really, really funny. Everyone was watching and dying laughing. Tennis drunk. Yeah, drunk tennis. Drunk tennis. (laughs) I'm gonna go with hockey now because you saw you brought the brawling part. Yeah, Yeah, that's the reason I even like to watch it is if they start fighting. (laughs) Yeah, right. Tomorrow night, stars are playing. Yeah, yeah. There were no fights yesterday. (laughs) Were there? No, but the goalie got hit in the neck with the. Ouch. Yeah, but yeah. they wear so many pads. I was very confused. Well, he fell down. It's a little hole. Yeah, it was I a think little... it was more of a pride injury. You think so? <laughs> <laughs> like you were like this big, full of padding. Boom, right there. Anyway, it's too funny. All right, what's, what's yours? Oh yeah. Oh, polo. Oh, yeah. Polo? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I want to see, I see right. drunk horse riding on oh this swing and shit. Get the horses drunk. Now that's going to be oh some serious fighting right there. Oh, that's funny. Okay, on that note, you guys look out for uh, part two to the narcissist yeah. story. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you like our show, you can follow us on all social media handles. Two Posh Podcast is on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, as well as Tupac Boutique is on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And my personal Instagram is Gabby Talks, and my Facebook is Gabrielle Kendler Gilmore. So reach out to us, and here's Marcella's social media handle. Also, our podcast is on all podcast networks um, that you can find. I You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, at Marcella Ranieri. Nothing really creative. My first and last name, name M-A-R-C-E-L-L-A-R-A-N-E-R-I. And Two Push Podcast is also on YouTube. We have our own YouTube yes. channel. Layton. Uh, Layton Fields, y'all be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, my Instagram is Layton Fields Music, spelled L-E-I-G-H-T-O-N-F-I-E-L-D-S, music. Layton Fields Music on Facebook. Layton Fields on Snapchat. Y'all get at me. <laughs> Miss Polly. Yes, you can follow me on Instagram at PR by Polly. My Twitter handle is Miss Polly Sex EDU. Hey. Beautiful, everyone. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to our channel, subscribe to podcasts, YouTube. YouTube. You can see us all. Yeah, and and everyone have a wonderful day.
If you are looking for lingerie, swimwear, clubwear, dresses, jewellery, Halloween costumes and so much more, check out Too Posh Boutique. Find us online on Instagram or at twoposhboutique.com. You can also call for a private fitting appointment at 469-682-1240. Do you need an item custom created? We have our own production team ready to help. Are you interested in a fun and sexy gift basket? Look no further. We create those too. We also carry a large collection of diva-sized products. Get poshed at Two Posh Boutique. We cannot wait to meet you. TwoPoshBoutique.com or call us at 469-682-1240.